Welcome back to the Maxwell High School podcast. Uh, this week we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, we've taken some field recordings where we've spoken to some of our students while they've been out on excursion. Uh, that the same sort of thing that we've spoken to all of our students about, how they found the COVID uh, crisis come lockdown, um, what they're taking out of the excursion that they're on. And then uh, later in the podcast, uh, we hear a story from uh, one of our uh, local Indigenous leaders, uh, Miklo, and he tells us a, a story uh, from Gambangura Dreaming. And um, I think I hope everyone enjoys it because I certainly enjoyed the story and recording it. And uh, it was a great day for our students. So we might kick off straight into uh, the interviews and then we'll have a quick pause. I'll play the bell for everybody because everyone loves the bell. And um, then we'll kick off into the story uh, from uh, the, lo the uh, local community. So come along for this ride. And I hope that you enjoy this podcast. It's a little bit different uh, with a bit of a mix. Today we're out in the field sitting by the beach in Scott's Head. Um, we've been on excursion um, with the Brospeak Sister Speak program and I've got two uh, Year 10 students with me. I've got Poppy. Hello. And I've got Tristan. G'day. How you going, guys? Yeah, right. Good. Good. Yeah, right. Look, um, I just want to talk to you guys uh, about a little bit about what's going on uh, with you guys, how you found the COVID thing, what you think of this program, and maybe just a little bit about you so that people can, uh, you know, hear about you and get a bit of an understanding about who you are and, 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 and you know, what you like and, and maybe get a bit of an understanding of what it's like to be somebody else. So, Tristan, oh, no. I'm going to kick off with you, mate. Yeah, right. Go you're right with that? Yeah. Tristan, can you tell us a bit about your mob, where you're from? I don't even know. You don't? Nah, my mob's from Moree. Yeah. Um, and my nan was part of the Stolen Generation, so it wasn't that far, like, like, oh, I don't even know. Yeah, right. It wasn't that long ago. There are plenty of people alive from the Stolen Generation. Mm. Um, do, do you feel that, or does your family feel the, the gravity of that Stolen Generation? Yeah. Or, and is it something that's spoken about? Oh, not often. Like, it's bring up, like, yeah. Do, do you think that it, it creates a bit of a hole? Like, not knowing um, uh, not knowing your family history? Does that does that concern you at all? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right, okay. Um, so, y you've come to Maxwell. You've not been at Maxwell that long, is that mm. right? So, you started, you've been here, what, 12 months maybe? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, where did you come from before coming here? Um, so... I was recently in Bowra for mm -hmm. three years, and then I moved to Tamworth for a year. Yep. Because um, Mum got a job out there. Yep. And then so we come back because my pop was sick, and we had to look after him. Yeah. Okay. So family commitments move yeah. us around. Work commitments move us around. Yep. Pretty he pretty so hectic sometimes. So yeah. We moved back. I think in December. Okay. Rightio. So um, I'm going to talk to Poppy about her history. And, and her family. So, Poppy, where's your mob from? Um, I don't really know. My mum, like the Aboriginal party's on my mum's side and mm -hmm. she lived in Queensland, like in right. Ipswich. And my whole life is, I've been in Victoria and then I just moved here this year. Okay. And, oh. No, no, I, I, I'm just curious about like, um, is it, have you always known of your de Aboriginal descent? No, we only... Oh, I think it was like the start of this year, like when we moved up here, mum wanted to know because she thought that, because she believes a lot in 
I don't know, Aboriginal history and community yeah. stuff. And But she's not really close with her mum and dad okay. like at all. They weren't there in her childhood, so she didn't re- wasn't close with them to ask them questions and stuff. So it's a challenge for you to find out yeah. uh, a bit about your family history. Yeah, big challenge. Yeah, okay. Do you, do you struggle with that? Is that something that, that you're comfortable with? Are you interested in exploring that avenue of your life? Um, I would, but I don't really, yeah, I don't know where to look at all. Yeah, right. Yeah. That makes it tough, doesn't it? Yeah. So how do you find this program then? So like what we're doing with um, uh, Bro Speak, Sister Speak, yep. um, you know, we've just had a little session with um, Uncle Miklo and talking about, um, uh, you know, who can marry who and, yeah. and, and that sort of stuff. Like, how do you find that? Because that's, do you relate to that? Um, Not. Not so much because I don't know a lot about it like that. It's good hearing stories, I think, because mm-hmm. I haven't heard them before. Did and I don't really know, like, the rules, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Does it help you? Do you think that it helps you understand um, your Aboriginality and, and, and what it means to engage with culture a little bit? Yeah, I think it does. In choosing, yeah, I don't know, the right people to marry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that, that's the story that we heard this time. Yeah, anyway. that was funny. Yeah, yeah. So, but, we, I mean, we've heard a few stories here. Yeah. So... Um, can I ask you then, I'll, I'll move on from that, from that part of your life. Yep. I just want to ask you a little bit about the recent stuff that's been going on in terms of, um, COVID-19 and, yeah. and the pandemic. Um, y- you know, like everybody else, you would have been working from home for a good section of term one or, uh, sorry, term two, we're now yeah. in term three. How did you, how did you find all of that? Um, well, cause I, cause I live in Scott's head. And I surf heaps. I <laughs> I didn't do a lot of work because the surf was really good. Yeah. And so it I was, just surfed really all good. the time. Okay. Yeah. Did you do any work or um, not much? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have our priorities right, isn't it? Yeah. Um, when you're at home, you've got a there's you've got brothers and sisters, right? Yes. Um, were any of, were they were you did you find yourself as a family like all the same, or were some of you sort of getting on with a bit of work? Um, my sister who's here yeah. um she she did do her work she oh, likes to do school work and then my i have three other young oh, four other younger siblings and right. me and tom didn't do <laughs> we just surfed all the time spent time in the waves yeah and then yeah. mum hadn't started her job yet because we just moved so okay um she would help the twins do their work and the other one in primary school okay so there's something ticking over at home yeah, <laughs> yeah radio. what about you tristan did you do much at home? Well, yeah, I did a little bit, but... Not a lot. Not much. I just yeah. slept I, pretty much. You know, look, I've, I've spoken to heaps of different students about this, and I've recorded them, and mm. they're all, you know, people can go back and listen to podcasts. And lots of people have been really different, and even in my own home. Like, I've got two boys. Yeah. Uh, one's in year 12, one's in year 11. One of them did stacks of work, like, just fully focused, and the other one not so much. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, that's okay. So, what were you doing when you weren't... When you weren't doing any work, what did you find yourself doing? Well, I was either working with my dad because yep. he come up and then he um, started a business in Port. So I just worked with him for a couple of weeks and I was just riding motorbikes pretty much <laughs> on the farm. A lot of people would say that, that if you're able to work during that time, that's a really good thing to have done anyway. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, like, um, and you know, again... There's no right or wrong answer because everyone's different and it's experiences and, and uh, opinions that we're sharing really. But do you like, do you enjoy school? Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's you, pretty good. What do you like about it? 
um, just getting with mates and like just getting along with some teachers. Yeah. And yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any goals for the future? Like, do you do you what role do you see education playing in your future? Um, not a big part. Yeah. You really. don't. You you want to. What What do you hope to do when you finish well, school? Like, I want to be. A professional football player okay. like in the NRL. Radio. And like, if that doesn't work out, <laughs> you, you've got a plan B. Yeah, I'll take over my um, dad's business. Mm-hmm. So he like cuts wood, drives trucks all up the Queensland okay. and all up the coast. So yeah, radio. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So you you get to see a lot of the countryside. Yeah. So with your professional football um, goal, what are you doing to make that happen? Um, just those one percenters, like off the field, like being a role model in the community mm-hmm. yeah and just training after training pretty much yeah rodeo so do you play locally yeah uh, who do you play for um the nambaka valley so yeah rodeo are they playing at the moment yeah okay so you're training and you're playing yep okay so where do you play um play all the way down to group three so that's like old bar mm-hmm. and in group two so up, up to coughs so all down the coast Okay, so uh, with, with that goal, y- you you must have thought about it a little bit. Is there a team that you want to play for? Um, not really. It's just got to keep my options open. Yeah, you're happy if someone picks you up and yeah. you can run with that. Yep. Yeah, really good. Okay, Poppy. Yep. Do you like school? Mm, I do now. I kind of last year, well, in my earlier years of high school and primary school, I didn't really get along with teachers very much and I went to a private school okay. in high school back in Victoria and it was very hard for me. Right. I don't know if it was like the people and the schoolwork. It was just like all mushed together and I just hated it and I would never go. Like my attendance was like bo- like below 50%. I would okay. never go. <laughs> wow. It's not like that now. No. I don't know. It's more chill. Um up here, I reckon. You're, you're finding it easier. Actually. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. So so what is it about school that you particularly like now? Like compared to before you were saying you got in a bit of strife with teachers and whatnot. But what, what is it that, that makes you happier at school now, do you think? I think more like friends, obviously. And I don't know. It's just they're more chill on work and there's not as big of a structure there. Not so much pressure. Yeah, not so much pressure, yeah. And you're com- you're more comfortable with that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. So, <coughs> what do you hope to do? What do you hope to achieve when you um, finish school? Um, I wanted to be a carpenter. Okay. Because my dad's a carpenter. Right. And then, uh, now I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't really know now. But when I was in Victoria and like, because I lived, we lived near Geelong mm-hmm. and it's big AFL down there. And I played lots of, like, representative stuff for AFL. Oh, okay. Because there's the, is it AFLW? Yeah. Okay. So that's now, and there's that now. So that could have been a path if I stayed down there, but it's not very big up here, so I don't know how that's going to go. Okay, so you enjoyed playing playing that game? Yeah. Okay. So with your carpentry, (laughs) do do you think it's because Dad's a carpenter that you thought it was a good idea, or is there something else that you like about, uh, you know, carpentry that would draw you to that that profession or that trade i don't know i just think it's cool building stuff and 
I don't want to be like a makeup artist or anything. <laughs> well, there's a sense of there would there would be a sense of accomplishment, wouldn't there? Yeah. Because you start with a pile of sticks. Yeah. And then you finish with a house or a garage yeah. or whatever it is that you're building, and I think, I think that that would be. Uh, a real sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's a good a good thing to shoot for. Yeah. Even if that's not where you end up. Yeah. Okay. So tell us what do you enjoy doing? Obviously surfing. So yeah. Tell us a bit about your surfing. What? When did you start that? Um. I know, like when I was probably in grade five, so maybe like mm. ten or something. Yeah, that's around then. So you've been surfing for a little while. Yeah. Okay. So why do you enjoy surfing? Um, it's just fun. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. There's no sense of freedom. Yeah, no, nah, there is. And, like, I th- think surfing has a good, like, community. Like, everyone's, okay. yeah, kind of got the same mindset and pretty chill and stuff. People aren't punching you to get on the wave and mm, Well, abusing. I heard that some person came here the other week and if you snake them, then they'll punch you. <laughs> so I was scared <laughs> of that. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you ever get uh, – and this is a question from – like, I – don't don't spend a lot of time swimming or surfing. But yeah. Do you get concerned when you hear about the the uh, people that get bitten by sharks and the shark attacks that happen around here? Does that concern you at all? No. It doesn't even pull you up at, in the, for a second. Mm, sometimes, but not a lot. Like one one time I was surfing and there was like a pack of dolphins out the back and there was one like by itself and it popped up like right next to me and that yep. gave me a bit of a fright then. <laughs> A lot of people would have been uh, overjoyed to be that close to a dolphin. Yeah, in, no, in the but wild. just popped up, and I was like, <gasps> "What?" Yeah, jumped. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, do you like the? Do you like big waves, little waves, longboards, shortboards? Um, I can ride a longboard. I'm all right at it, but I have a fun twin fin that I ride, mm-hmm. so that's that's fun. And I don't like big waves. Well, not too big. Okay. Like the swell that came last week was way too big. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. There would have been a few people out enjoying that day. Yeah. And you enjoyed watching them? Yes. It okay. was so good watching them, especially because it broke like around the corner. Yeah. And they where ride. it doesn't usually break. Right all the way around. And it was so cool, like watching Trent Munro. Yeah. So you, you look at the look at the waves wrap around the side of the point. I, I, I've been here for a few years and occasionally you see the waves break out on the mackerel reef. Yeah. Which yeah. It's about a kilometre out. Yeah. Not many people in the surf then. No. Nah. Okay. So... Uh, Tristan, you mentioned earlier on the things that you enjoy doing. Obviously, you, you want to play football professionally, yeah. so you must play a bit of that. Yeah. Um, you also hinted at motorbikes, so can you tell us a bit about your riding? How long have you been riding for? Um, I've been riding since I was three. Right, that's a little while. Yeah. So, okay. Dad started me off on a 125. Oh, but a three? Yeah. <laughs> you, and couldn't, you couldn't reach the pedals? No, so he clicked it in first, and then he told me to like let go of the clutch, so I did. <laughs> and he jumped off the back. And I was like worried, and then, so yeah. So I've been riding since I was three. That's baptism by fire. Yeah. It was either going to work or it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. So you enjoy riding? Yes. For okay. Sure. So what sort of riding do you do? Um, enduro. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I raced. So, but so, so what's what's enduro? Just for people that don't know anything about bikes or racing, what's what's enduro? Um, so enduro is just like in the bush mm-hmm. and having fun, making your own tracks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what enduro is. Riding forestry trails yeah. and that sort of yep. stuff. So how is it different from like, you know, m- people might have heard of Supercross. So how, do, how is it different to Supercross? Oh, it's a big difference. Like, cause enduro, you can like, ride, like ride on your own. Yeah. But like Supercross, you ride with others and it's more like intense. In, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's much tighter yeah. and yep. crazier jumps. Do you do any of that freestyle jumping or yeah, that's not? Yeah, sometimes. You do? Yep. 
What tricks can you do? Not much. Like, but you can throw the bike around. Yeah, I can throw the bike. Do you around. crash often? Um, yeah, I love to crash. It's pretty fun crashing. So. It is, yeah, yeah. or it isn't. It is. Have you broken any bones? Um, not riding motorbikes, but in football, I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. I um, I broke a leg riding a motorbike, and oh. I'm not allowed on them anymore. Oh wow! <laughs> Must have been a pretty bad break. It was, but yeah, that was a long time ago mm. now. Maybe I'll get another motorbike. <laughs> could try it. <laughs> I could try. I've got to break your leg again. Well, no, nah. no I don't want to do that. <laughs> that wasn't much fun at all. So, with your motorbike riding, you just ride. You you said did you have a farm? Yeah, and, um, and you principally just ride at home. Yep. Okay. What sort of bike is it? Um, I got a four fifty KDM. Alrighty. That's would have plenty of toe. Yeah, it does. It throws me around because I'm so light. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that, do you ride it often? Um, when I get the chance, so like after footy training, maybe. Yeah. At right like yeah. six six o'clock. That would be dark then. In the yeah. dark. <laughs> it's pretty fun in the All dark. Right. Okay. Look, it's been really good talking to you guys. Thank it's you. Been a pleasure. Thanks very much <laughs> for telling us a little bit about, about yourselves and your lives and where you're from. Um, and and it's good that you've sort of both found. Uh, a school at Maxwell that you kind of enjoy. Yeah. You don't mind being here. It's yeah. And it's good to hear that, especially in your case, probably that you know this has been a better place for you, yeah. a, a happy place rather than something that's been a bit tougher. So yeah. Um, again, thanks very much for uh, speaking with us today. Sure would. You're welcome. Tell you a story about our Dreamtime story about an old man who was a jealous old man who had two wives. This is true. This old man, his name was Madan. M-A-D-A-A-N. Madan is also, Madan is also the, the firebird. He's about that big and he's got a yellow breast, the yellow-breasted robin, right? And he's, that's called Madan. So this Madan had two wives, right? Younger one and an older one. So his younger brother had no wife. But he wanted a wife. And he was eyeing off the old man's younger wife. So the, old, the young brother bought a patty melon. You know what a patty melon is, don't you? Yeah. Like a little kangaroo wallaby thing. Yeah. Right? And he gave it to the old man. And the old man was busy with this uh, uh, patty melon. Busy. Right? While he was busy with the patty melon, the young man got the young wife and went off hunting. This is what they say. They went, <laughs> they went off hunting, right? <laughs> they went off hunting. So he was going there, going like this. And then he stopped for a while and he said to, his, he said to the old wife, he said, hey, where's my wife, my young wife? She gone off with your young brother hunting. They'll be back soon, don't worry. So the old man went back to his patty melon. Waited for a little while, and he looked around. Hey, where's my young wife? He's not, she's not back yet. Don't worry, he's probably fallen over and hurt himself. The old man said, I'll hurt him when I get old of him. So he, went, he jumped up, right? He got his spear, he's got his boomerang. He went looking for the young man and the young woman, his young wife. The old woman went with him. The two young people saw, them, saw the old man coming, and they run. And the old man said, hey, come back, that's my wife. 
and he started running. The old man, Guram, <laughs> he, started, <laughs> he started running. Old man started running. He couldn't catch these young fellows. So the old man said, he got smart, he got smart, see? So he went up on the hill. He went up the hill. And he looked down and he saw them walking. He put a carpet snake in a tree in front of these two. He saw, put a carpet snake in, in front of them, right? Gumbangir women were good climbers. Their uh, uh, totem, the Gumbangir women's totem, is a little bird about this big. It's called a uh, nian, nian, a tree creeper. And the Gumbangir women got taught how to climb a tree off that little bird, right? So the old man who put the carpet snake in the tree wanted the, uh, the woman to climb the tree. But the man said, I'll do it, right? I'll do it. I'll climb it. I'll climb it. So up went the man. And just as he's going to grab the carpet snake, the old man made the carpet snake up a little bit further. And the young man climbed and climbed and climbed again. As he's getting closer, the old man would make the carpet snake go a little bit higher. He got sick of this. The old man said, ah, I'm getting sick of this. So he sent down a bolt of lightning. Whack! Hit the tree, hit the young man. And then when the lightning hit, hit the young man, the young man, man turned into red crystal, quartz crystals, and crashed onto the ground. So in Gumbanga, there's a, um, a sacred place of the red crystal, right? And then the old man come down, he got his two wives and ascended into the sky to the northern sky. And the old man became a star, a red star that you can only see in the winter time. And the two, the two sisters, the two wives, are the little blue uh, greeny uh, stars that's next to them. And that's the story about Madan, all right? Yeah? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, it was great to hear from a couple of our students. Uh, it's great to hear that they're enjoying school and uh, they can see value in the programs that they're running. I really enjoyed the story of Madan uh, from Miklo. Uh, there's so many great stories uh, from our valley and uh, that's uh, got to be one of the older ones and it's really good to hear it. And I hope everybody enjoyed uh, listening to that podcast as much as I uh, did and enjoyed creating it. I hope that you're able to uh, join us next week when we have something new for you to listen to and uh, on the Maxwell High School podcast. Thank you very much.